Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast, a resource for the casual Heroes gamer. Your hosts, Shooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH, as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast. We've missed you guys. We were we were absent for a couple weeks, unfortunately, but you know, these things happen. I'm Chooch. We didn't stop thinking about you though. I'm no. Viv. <laughs> and today we're gonna have a special guest. Um, today's topic, we're gonna talk about enhancements. All of the different types of enhancements in the game. For newcomers, it can be a little overwhelming. There's so many different types. Um, and so we want to show you that, you know, it's actually pretty simple. And once you got a plan uh, and you'll know what they all do, then we're good to go. This is going to kind of be a series. We're going to break it into three parts. Like this is going to be an overview of what all of the different enhancement types are and how they act differently. And so how the rules are kind of governed. We're going to do another episode specifically about sets, set bonuses and builds. And that's the, trust me, that's a whole thing. And uh, we're going to specifically talk about uh, Mids, uh, Mids Reborn, which is a, a tool that lets you build those sets and experiment with things and get all sorts of crunchy stats before you bring it into the real game. And then we're going to do another one about how to get enhancement sets, how to get purple sets and bonuses and all that. And so that's really going to be a, a, a combo. It's largely about the, the auction house because there's a number of ways to get get to these things inexpensively or actually create a whole bunch of cash um, by using sets and some intricacies to your advantage. Uh, so that's going to be the main topic today. First, we're going to focus on just those, what the sets are, and then in the future, we'll have those other two highlights. And first of all, we have our news and stuff, which I turn over to Viv. For the uh, podcast and news for the homecomings. Awesome. So, how's everybody doing? We missed you guys so freaking much. You guys know we haven't been able to stream for City of Heroes for a minute. I'm going to catch up on the chat though. Hello, Dollhouse. Getting ready to run some errands, but lurking. We appreciate your lurk. You guys, I'm going to start this off with a shout out to the Dollhouse. Uh oh. Which has that funny thing going on with our bots. Oh, I still didn't. Yeah, I need to fix yeah, our bots. Yeah, see, I'm already, had, I'm already doing my work around. They were on, competing. They were competing, and then I ended up turning them both off, and I forgot I need to turn at least one of them back on. <laughs> so the first shout out is for the Dollhouse. Doll is a fellow City of Heroes streamer. She's very big on building the community and helping folks out. She streams Thursdays and Sundays and she's usually running badge missions and letting folks join. Folks that need badges are welcome to join, usually running on Everlasting. Hey Kyle, how are you doing? Rich is here. Rich corndogged us already. So let's give a shout out to Rich. Because <laughs> Lord knows shout we don't out. get enough Rich in our life, do we? No, we do not. Miss that guy. Hope to see him soon. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for coming along. And yeah, we are excited for the tabletop game to, to get launched. So hopefully Rich will be working on it soon. But let's get into some news. Not a lot. 
Of course, you know, we mainly focus on homecoming server. And um, so what we've got to talk about, really the big thing that happened um, on March 31st, there was map server madness, the 4-1-2022 invasion event. Um, unfortunately, I only got to play it one night, but it was so big and so fun. I really wanted to play even more. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Cobalt Arachne announced after GM bot went rogue last year and was subsequently suppressed by our capable server admins, we thought all was well. We thought wrong. Small bits of the unknown and mysterious code that suddenly gave rise to GM bot's sentience gaped and began pr uh, proliferating itself. They've received reports that it had manifested within the various map servers that run the, the zones of our fair city of heroes. We do our best to keep our map server instances happy and healthy, but as you are all aware, the map server can be a fickle beast. Often disconnecting unexpected victims at moment's notice, we thought it was just likely bugs in the code, but new information has arisen that shows there may be more. Something unnatural, more malevolent. The crisis we now face threatens the fabric of our world. Map server has gained sentience and become the dreaded map server trader. <laughs> dun, dun, <laughs> it had had dun. enough of our superpowered antics and has deemed all player life as requiring immediate extermination. Assembling the most terrifying, underbaked, and volatile code it could conjure, the dreaded map server has assembled a violent army of glitches, bugs, broken scripts, and other abominations to attempt to wipe out all life as we know it. It is up to the brave players of our world to rise and combat the sentient, dreaded map server, drive back its wicked and unstable minions, and to exterminate the fiend's sentience with a hard reboot. Those who muster the courage to face these aberrant distortions will find themselves as much as tenfold times more experienced than they were before with an untold bounty of influence, infamy, and information that comes with such triumphs. We wish you noble souls the best of luck as you work to save our world. Disclaimer, this is a short for fun invasion event. Thus, there are no unique badges or rewards that can be missed, but we hope you'll enjoy the times 10 reward scale. Level some characters. This silly invasion event will run through the weekend until regular Tuesday maintenance time. Dream. Now, of course, this is over, but they did run it for at least a week longer than they first intended. Mm -hmm. And uh, a fellow streamer of ours, fr a friend of ours named Dithok, said that people were leaving fire farms to attend this. Yeah. <laughs> people yeah. were leaving in droves from AE to go and do the different invasions. We did get to do it one night and it was a lot of fun, but uh, wow, it, it 10 times XP. And was, <laughs> it was 10 times influence too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, breaking from the news, we got raided by Pixie Phoenix. No, Pixie I didn't want to interrupt us? you. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, I'm thank so, you so much. sorry, you guys. You should have totally interrupted me. Welcome, raiders. <laughs> oh, I was having so much fun watching your stream today, Pixie. Oh, I see you having a lurk. Oh, sweet thing. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Pixie. We're the City of Heroes podcast. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we are reading the updates, and then Chooch has a special feature for us with a special guest appearing in shortly. How was the? How was Pixie's stream, everyone? Let's give Pixie a shout out. 
Pixie Phoenix is uh, one out. of these. <laughs> is thank you zero is one of the uh, streamers that I first started watching over here for City of Heroes. She streams a variety of things in addition to City of Heroes. She'll do tarot readings. She plays Vampire the Get. What is it called? Vampire the Gathering. The Masquerade. Masquerade. That's it. I, I'm sorry. I don't know the game. I just know she does it. Looks really fun. She does a lot of stuff. She does Jackbox. It seems like Friday nights. I think. Hey, Keith. Welcome. Welcome. How are you this fine Saturday? Thank you so much for joining us, Raiders. We so appreciate you. And let me go on and finish up our news updates. If you are new to the channel, please let us know about yourselves. Are you a City of Heroes player? Did you play on the live servers? Or are you brand new with Homecoming or some other new server? I think the only other thing that I have to read before we get into Chooch's feature is the strike targets. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's what we were going to do. Yeah, just the strike targets. So through Monday, which you only have the rest of today and tomorrow, really to get through is going to be Synapse, which is the Fall of the Clockwork King, level 15 to 20. Paramore, level 44 to 50. Legend of Ruladeck. Silver Mantis, level 20 to 25. Uh, Pirates of the Skies. And we actually ran that Wednesday with Jax. And I think Trauma Train Rich ran that earlier today on his theme team. And then starting Monday morning, or I guess really, really late tomorrow night, if you're, if you're like some of us and you're up late instead of being a morning person, the next uh, cycle is Times Arrow, the Imperious Task Force, levels 35 to 50. Saga of Fathom, Justin Augustine, level 44 to 50. And Temple of the Waters, Operative Renault, level 25 to 30. Again, these are on the homecoming server, which is where we spend our time predominantly. And um, so next week's will be... So this week's, if you're interested in villain content only, this week's is Silver Mantis. And Officer... Um, not Officer. Operative Renault is the villain content for next, next week. And um, I think we're going to wait and hold off on reading the Dev Choice AE Mission... Uh, choices um, mainly because I can't remember if I already announced marches. <laughs> <I don't wanna. laughs> they haven't announced April's yet that I've seen. So I think that we'll just stop there. And um, yeah, I think it's all yours now, Choochie Choo. Oh, hooray! <laughs> hooray for Choochie! Thank you. So, yeah, it was mentioned we have a uh, special guest, and uh, you can see them on the screen here, Hecho in Mexico, which is our good friend, Trauma Train Rich. And I uh, can open up his webcams. It's Trauma Train. Trauma Train. Oh. You guys just hacked my webcam? It's trauma it's train. train. Rich, rich, we have that rich. power, yes. <laughs> oh, sorry, did we catch you hobbying? You, you hacked my webcam. Oh, my goodness. Hi. I'm afraid to ask what you were doing. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, I was looking at a miniature that I printed. Nice. Nice. That's a very... It's a good look for you. I like it. I don't know what you like. It's a, it's appropriate. 
Nice. Mad scientist goggles. The little magnifier. You got the little light going. Sweet. At least I have my clothes. This yes, Kyle. <laughs> Last time, you did not want to watch that video. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but you can catch it on Trauma Trains OnlyFans. Uh, so, <laughs> Rich, we uh, Viv and I played with Rich uh, back on live. Back in the day, if you've listened to City of Heroes podcast, I'm sure you've heard us mention him, and he's actually been along for some of our side antics. He uh, plays on uh, Viv's channel when we do our Wicked Wednesdays on Wednesdays and our Saturday Super Super Saturdays where we're doing Praetorian stuffs. And he has a lot of knowledge on these enhancement things. And, like, when's the best time to, to uh, you know, go to which... Types. When to use when, what, where, how. Sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we should probably jump straight into that. So, the enhancements, um, there's a really good, as with most things, on the Homecoming Wiki, which was pulled from the original City of Heroes Wiki. Um, boop. Magic of internets. Uh, they have a great page that goes over what the enhancements are, and... Um, <clears throat> uh, this gives you uh, that overview. It also gives you some of the crunchy stuff and some a little bit of the the history. Um, so the, the core of you know what enhancements are is that you know that's what you put in those slots when every other level when you level up and you get those two slots and then later on you get three slots. The enhancements are what are going to beef up your powers and you have different types of enhancement that do different things. Right? You got the core stuff that covers your um, you know, uh, targeting your defenses, your damage output. And then there's some more specific things. There's sets that, or there's enhancements that cover the travel powers and all that. And the main confusing part about them, because that in itself is pretty straightforward. It's just how you mod your abilities and, and right and get better. But there's so many different types and tiers of them. Um, so we want to go over that. The, the most basic one is the training origin enhancement and I don't know why this has them in a different uh, different order but the, the TOs are the most basic ones anybody when you come across them anybody can slot them into any power that has the appropriate um, right the appropriate power type right defense can only go in defensive powers that kind of thing and but you know they're not particularly powerful <laughs> right. and right and i don't know if anybody ever actually really slots these anymore <laughs> how do you feel about training enhancements rich uh, you know i never i never slotted i wouldn't i never went out of my way to purchase tos like if they if they fell into my tray as i was you know on missions and it was useful I might slot it, but otherwise it was all, it was always just something to sell at the vendor just for a few extra inf. Yeah, I never, I never, yeah. yeah. I think most of, most people skip them completely other than like you say, just, yeah, slot them as they come along. Um, and also there's a very different, there's a big difference between a, a funded, a bankrolled character and a first time character. Right. So, you're going to have a different strategy if this is your first time playing. Um, like when I, when I has create new characters, uh, we've talked before, have little caches, caches of cash. 
little uh, packets of money in our mailboxes. And when I bring on a new character, they just open up one of those emails, boom, they cash out the money from it, and they start their adventure. And if it's, I've got basically two denominations. There's like a, a 20 million stash and a 50 million. If a character I know that I'm gonna probably level them up, then I'll give them the 50 million and they go straight to P2W and they get that team teleporter and they get all the goodies. Otherwise, they get a couple goodies and <laughs> the rest of the cash is gonna carry them upgrading their enhancements into the, you know, up to like, I don't remember, 32 or something. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I ignore all of them and I ignore the the next type, pretty much, which is the dual origin. They um, they give a bigger boost than the training origin, but they're limited to who can use them. So when you create your character, you can either be, you know, magic or tech, right? Or other things. Natural escaping mutation. My mind. Yeah. <laughs> Natural mutation, right. So these dual origin, they'll work on two different of those origins. Either one of them. And it, that gets way complicated. It's like when they drop, they got half of one icon and half of the other icon. And, um, and they also, they give a boost and they give a better boost than training TOs. I thought there were, the, um, these are drop rates. I thought they gave the actual numbers of what they gave in here. I think but, they were like 12 and a half percent or something like that. They were, they were basically half half the percentage boost from uh, SOs, which are single yeah. origins. Mm -hmm. Twice as much as TOs. Right. I think that's what the numbers were. And then the single origins are they only work for a single origin instead of dual origins. And you can buy most of these from the same places, like the same vendors. They're going to sell SOs and DOs um, and possibly TOs. Or some of the early ones sell TOs. Um, but so most of us, we we jump straight to SOs. Sure. SOs. Now, nowadays. Yeah. Homecoming made that change where <clears throat> they made SOs start at, at level five. Mm -hmm. So now, so now at level two, with the three the three level difference, level two you can you can start slotting level five SOs, and with the upgrade button, keep those all the way all the way up to the uh, to fifty if you want. Ember mm -hmm. says, "Does Homecoming even have TOs as drops anymore? I swear, I only get SOs and DOs even at baby levels. They definitely do. Those first levels definitely drop TOs for sure." And if you if you think that if you're wondering like and and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like the best way the the way to find the best uh, enhancements is whatever NPC you're buying from. Scroll to the bottom; it'll show you the most high that like the SOs are always at the end of that list when I go to look. So you'd want to scroll down to the bottom of that to see those. If you're seeing ones that you think that doesn't seem like what they're talking about, they'll have the <clears throat> the DOs at the top or whatever you're seeing the TOs. And then at the bottom, they'll have those SOs. My screen's cut off. I was showing a thing that shows SOs. <laughs> but these are actual sets, so you couldn't see it because the screen was dropped off. Say a quick hello to GM Grudge Monster. And Kyle says uh, 2009... Um, 
to 11 virtue represent. I think that's the same uh, one that you played on, wasn't it, Rich? Your villain side? No, I had villains on victory. Victory. Okay, sorry. I knew it started with a V. Heroes on team. Yeah. Hey, Jax, thank you for the lurk. And yes, Rich did a great two-part City of Villains tour early on in our podcast. I looked it up. The date for that, wasn't that like March of 2008, I think? I think yeah, I think that's what wow. you told me earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, quite some time ago. Could use an update. (laughs) (laughs) We do one every Wednesday, you guys. (laughs) Constantly touring the villain side. Kyle says, as a Sentinel and Blaster fan, you can bet I slot all the accuracy I can. Yep, slot those accuracies early and often, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things that uh, uh, Rich mentioned is enhancement levels. There are rules on when you can slot them, and they are only effective for a certain period of time. They actually, they go red, and they stop working. And uh, so as the this first bullet point states, enhancements uh, four or more levels above the character display their level in red. They cannot be inserted into slots, which includes the invention origin, which is the next one we haven't talked about. Enhancements from one to three levels above the character are green. They provide an extra 5% of the usual benefits. Um, now, wait, did this change? Or is it still three above? Yeah, it's still three above. That hasn't changed. And it used to be that you would get your, your SOs or DOs or TOs, and uh, basically you would have to either completely replace them if they go red or you can combine them. And that's basically taking on your, uh, your manage power screen. Did that thing where my mouse disappeared again. Um, (laughs) You can take a power and you can actually combine them. Here I am showing my other screen with the browser still up. Uh, You can combine two and it'll actually, if it works successfully, that'll level it up. If it doesn't work successfully, then uh, then you lose the one you tried to combine. Um, there is a percentage chance, and there's a lot of math crunchy, crunchiness that goes into if they will combine or if they will not combine. But one of the things that uh, Homecoming added is, uh, which is blocked right now, but there's a green upgrade button, and it just upgrades all of your uh, DOs and SOs to the highest level, their their whatever their most powerful version is, right? Uh, that that is slottable by your character. And every time you level up, you just click that little button. It tells you how much it's going to cost you, and it just you know, it's basically just the difference. There's no up upcharge or anything. <laughs> but it doesn't work with IOs, and IOs are the <clears throat> well, IOs are the uh, in- invention origin and those are the ones that players can actually craft themselves and up to a certain level they are not quite as effective but once you hit a certain level they are fully effective and they're actually better than than the SOs um, what's your magic level you switch at rich uh 37 level 40 level 40 like individually you're not talking about not talking about bonuses from IOS sets. Right. But individually, um, vanilla IOs 
eclipse the percentage of, of standard SOs at level 40. So level 37 is, is if you want a higher, a little bit higher percentage, switch from SOs to vanilla IOs. Mm-hmm. And the only downside with those is they do not, you can't upgrade them with the upgrade button. You have to actually swap them out when they when they uh, you out level right. them. But they're going to give you a bigger boost. Hmm? I was going to say, and of course, if you're if you're looking for those IO set bonuses, I know that's a that's your next topic later on. But um, most people will will get to the IOs a lot sooner than level thirty seven. Yeah, set bonuses. There we go, Dungeon Origin. So the standard ones are generics that just do the whatever you know you expected from the SOs. And then right. the enhancement sets are uh, we'll talk about that, that a little bit in a second. Um But so the kind of philosophy of, of of leveling up, I would say. Um I think we're all of a similar philosophy. Some people do a completely pre-planned build and like everything, every power they're going to pick and every IO that they're going to slot is, you know, set out in stone more or less. So they make adjustments on the fly if they have to, but they'll use that tool we were talking about, Mids Reborn, to actually plan out their hero and all that. But uh, most, most of the time when people create those kind of builds they're building from the perspective of a respec that they're they already spent the time to level the character up and now they're going to put things in really weird places (laughs) to get the most benefits that they can out of the these uh combining percentages and what what we tend to do is we do a level up uh just pretty organically uh, at least I do. So I'll level up pretty organically. I'll take the powers that I think I'm going to like, and then some I know I'm going to drop or whatever. I'll put the slots where I seem to need them. If something needs, you know, does really, really drains <clears throat> power or whatever, I'll put in blues and that kind of thing. And then when I'm getting closer to 50, I actually go into mids and I do whatever their end build's going to look like and do a respec. And that's when I put in the purple sets and all that kind of thing. Now, Viv's been doing things a little different, right? You've been doing, planning out some sets as you level up. Oh, I think you're muted. That's me in a nutshell, you guys. <laughs> muted. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been, it really depends on the character. There's some that are just like, oh, this is a fun concept. Let me see if it's fun to play. Those I will do like you're doing, which is just level them up organically. If I find that I'm having this going on, then I'll have that, I'll slot differently. But I don't typically look for a mids build until someone else is, has already done all the work for it and uh, put together a mids build. And I'll usually, if I'm really having fun with a build, I'll usually around level 40 start looking at those because I'm thinking, what does she really look like when she's built right? (laughs) Rather than my little knuckleheaded, oh, you know, following what little 
urge I'm feeling in the moment um, and seeing how people are playing them, you know, successfully and uh, enhanced. Um, if it's a character that I really have a plan for, like the ones that I've made for our campaigns, for Wednesday night uh, villain campaign, I've got a, um, <laughs> what is she? Pain domination. She's radiation pain domination. And so I pretty early started looking for a build for her. I want I want my campaign characters to be strong and able to carry themselves on the team. All of that stuff. And then uh, for our Saturday night gold side campaign, I did kind of a similar thing. I'm, oh, I love all those in there. Um, Thanks for the follow, Geek Dad Man. Oh, Geek Dad Man. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for the follow. The friend of Godron's, Chooch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's how I tend to do it. If I have like a plan that I know I'm going to be playing this character to 50, then I will probably be looking at not just builds, but like their overall success. Like if people think it's a trash combo then i'll look at that but then i don't necessarily agree with it you know ah uh, thanks geek dad man says hey love to see the podcast thanks so much thanks for the hanging out in the first time chat we appreciate you so yeah i'm looking at set bonuses pretty early on um mainly because we started streaming and mainly because i'm seeing where my builds were not as strong as i'd like them and folks like uh, Dithok, another streamer, I've mentioned him before, I'll give him a shout out in a second, um, Built uh, did a build for my main that made her a lot tougher. She's able to, to stand and fight a lot longer alongside her dudes. And she's a defender class, so it's not bad. It makes me happy. So since I've seen how strong she can be, I've been looking at those builds more. Right on. Have you been... been leveling bitch are you or totally organic or a hybrid no i use uh, i use mids to plan out my power choices but so i have a plan so every time i level up and i have a new power pick i i know what i'm gonna pick already because i've, I've got it planned out but i don't i don't do like complete mids builds um so when I so when I hit those odd number levels and I'm getting slots, I'll just I'll do that organically. Um, but I definitely pick my powers ahead of time. Yeah, that's right something on. I don't typically do. Like unless I have found a build, like I literally go on a whimsy. <laughs> on a whimsy. A whimsy. <laughs> I guess I had to diff, diff, do it a little different depending on the, each character. Um, you know, that's the that's the really cool thing about this game is there's no right way, there's no wrong way. Mm. Everyone can everyone can play the game, do things how they want, um, and and partake in what parts of the game they want to, and and not in what they don't want to. Um, one of the cool things about this game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can literally get as deep or stay as shallow as you want into the planning of your character and just <laughs> wherever your enjoyment is, if your enjoyment is in the role-playing aspect, then you don't, then you just literally go organically like how you think your character would have leveled up. Um, 
Or you can get really into the plan. Hey, Taxi, how's it going? Is that I? Chucha got your voice too low again. Yeah, I just saw that. Welcome, Taxi. (laughs) Is it just me, you guys? Are Chucha and Rich both soft talkers? Because I've got them like really cranked up, and I can barely hear them. (laughs) Yeah, I guess maybe we just have your microphone too loud, and like your headphones, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. know. (laughs) The uh, the viewers know best. I totally trust them. And then, as Kyle says, if you if you feel like you've messed up, you can always always do a respec. Yeah. And there's so many different ways to get a respec. Yeah. Like I logged on to Hecho, and I've got six just just sitting there, <laughs> just for yeah. existing, just for existing. I have just six for existing and loving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Great problem uh, to have. Yeah, particularly on homecoming, they're they're pretty generous with with giving respecs out at different intervals. Um, and anytime you need to, there's a, a task force you can do that will get, result in a, in a respec. Yep. So it's pretty easy to do. Um, yeah. I find, I don't know, I and, and, and then the other option is to, instead of a full respec, is you can do a different build, right? You can go to a trainer and you can say yeah. you have three different uh, three different builds you can do. So you can have one that's, you know, more uh, aggressive and, uh, and then one that's more defensive or one that supports a team more. That's what Viv was talking about. Or, or no, no, you were talking about sets. I'm sorry. But something I noticed she does. So she'll have something that's super duper healer and then somebody who can actually do a bunch more damage but does you know has limited healing because that specific team doesn't need it. Yeah. And the yeah. only downside of that is you're doubling the enhancements you have to buy or slot. You have to... Right, you don't get them back. So each build holds a full set of enhancements. Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, you're, that's that's totally cool. And a good time if you are somebody that doesn't like to run the respec missions or you think like it's hard to find teams or stuff like that, the weekly strike targets, they just did one a couple weeks ago where the, in the cycle they've got it built in that uh, both the hero side and the villain side uh, respect missions will be the uh, the boosted weekly strike targets, so you get double rewards. And at that time, you can always find teams that'll run those. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's not as much of a problem during that time. If you've got one that you're thinking about, um, you know, you should always be looking for a respect team if you've run out. Um, and if you've run out, that means you've probably done a couple of respects, and you might want to look at a tool like Meds to help. Like, plan that out and make sure you lock in what you really like next time. Thanks for the follow, Neo Seraph. Hey, thanks, Neo Seraph. Um, so, we uh, we touched on... Uh, we touched on the... The IOs and the uh, set bonuses. I was going to open... Where are you? I'm just going to look at like some of the example sets. Oh, well, okay. Well, actually, before we do that, uh, we should mention one thing is, um, you know, that each power can have up to six slots. Once it's fully populated, as you populate them each time you'd level up one thing to know is that you don't want to put six damage enhancements all in one thing 
because way back when the game suffered from some ED. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not ED. Enhancement diversification. So basically, yeah, people were doing these, you know, uh, min-max and and doing, you know, 500% damage. And so they nerfed that. So basically, anything more than two has diminishing returns. Anything more than three has, like, really diminishing returns. Um, so people never slot more than three of a, a specific type in general. Or ever. <laughs> um, so here's an example of one of these sets. An, an IO set is something that can be crafted or they can come from drops. Obviously, you can get them from the auction house. And so like Sting of the Manicor is a specific type of set. Um, the um, And the one thing, or the two major things about it. One is that they affect more than one type of, of uh, attribute at a time. So one slot will do accuracy and damage, boost both of them. Some of them will do as many as four different powers. Now, they're giving a lower percentage boost for each of those. But um, when you do these combinations, you can cover a whole uh, much broader spectrum. But at the same time, the more of them you have slotted, the bigger benefits you're getting. So if you have two of this set slotted, you uh, improve your region by 12%. Pretty sweet. When you get all six, then you get these really big bonuses. So reduces duration of immobilize, hold, stun, sleep, confusion, right? And the real power of these is kind of like compound interest. When you're doing these bonuses across all of your powers and you got, you know, half a dozen powers, six slotted with full sets, all of these really, really add up. And that's where you have tankers that are basically indestructible because they have so much defense and they have so much resistance that, you know, things rarely hit them. And when they do, they take up just a sliver of the damage. Um, And so we're going to do a whole other episode specifically on sets because there are different sets for everything. And there's really crazy combinations. So many sets. Mm Mm-hmm. It is a big conversation. We actually, uh, when we were doing this stream, the podcast years ago, we actually did a special report on enhancement sets, and it was really big. And it was written by um, by one of our listeners and friends, fantastic foe. Yeah, <laughs> so that might be something to look at to update too, as well, because he he definitely did a lot of work on it back in the day. But I also know that a lot's changed. So. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Fantastic Four, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, uh, when we keep talking about Mids Reborn, uh, MidsReborn.com, that's where you can get the installer. And this thing, this is a, a standalone tool. It's totally separate from the game. It doesn't interact with the game. Well, it does in a way. Um, but so you, this is where you can plan out. And this will show you what all of these bonuses are. It'll calculate it for you. And there's actually a way to export what you do here to the beta server, the test server, and actually 
have claim all of these things on your character on the test server, slot them up, and then see what it really feels like. So it's pretty powerful. And like I said, we will go into that separately on its own. Um, the thing we did not cover yet is there's actually a couple really weird other enhancement types. And these are... Boop. There's the Hamadon Origins enhancements. Uh, the Crystal Time... Or sorry, Crystal Titan Hydra Origin, <clears throat> which you get from the Sewer Trials, and the new uh, DSO, uh, D-Sync Origin you get from the Dr. Aeon Strike Force. And all of these are in their own classification... Uh, they don't combine with the other other ones, but they have their own uh, their own combination of bonuses. Have you played with these much, Rich? I have not. Um, I don't. I don't uh, partake in in uh, Hamadon raids, so I don't get. I don't ever get any HOs. And uh, Titan Titan those come from what's that trial called? Heck, heck, caverns? No. Um. Da da da. I'm not like once or twice. In here. Eden trial. Eden trial. Eden trial. And then um, the what was the other the Dzos? Dzos, Dsos, the Dzos. Dsos. I've not done. I've not done Doctor Aeon enough to to collect a bunch of those. So those those specialized those specialized kind of enhancements i just uh don't have you know access to except to buy them off of the auction house and and i'm not going to go out of my way to do that so for me it's so's and vanilla ios yep that's what i mostly do as well yeah um as you can see they're 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 very similar they're like a hybrid between an SO and an IO because they don't give set bonuses, but they do cover multiple uh, attributes. So uh, one HO or T or uh, one of these Titans or DSOs can will do both accuracy and damage, which is really nice and can be really flexible for your building. Um, I see a couple other things in the in the chat. Um, oh, first time uh, Chad. Uh, Dissolus, Dissolus eighty three. I miss the days of six slotting damage into blaster attacks. That would be just oh. But uh, Taxi says uh, my tanker will never get certain badges because of sets. <laughs> Guessing those damage badges or debt badges. He's that good. <laughs> he says mids is the best program ever. <clears throat> I agree. If you're trying to figure out how something is gonna. <clears throat> And, and I am not a min-maxer. I don't consider myself a min-maxer. I don't get into the guts of it. I will coast on the coattails of, or ride on the coattails of min-maxers. Um, but I, my brain gets fuzzy when I get into those numbers. Numbers, But it definitely makes a huge difference when you're trying to, I, I keep getting hit by this. Will, will this help me with it? You plug it into mids, you look at the results, and it'll show you, because it gives you all the stats of your defenses and bonuses and stuff. Reg Monster says, yeah, I'm going to need a cheat sheet on those. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Bopper COH. Welcome, welcome. Designing new IO sets is a delicate balance between providing build diversity without making them too overpowered. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
absolutely because nobody wants to have just i mean okay so it would be fun to go into something with a god button where you go bloop and you watch everything melt but that gets so old so fast that's going to get so boring if this game is about giving you a balanced challenge challenged experience i think where you've got all these different archetypes there's a way to to maximize them and even blur the lines a little bit between the roles but there has to be a line where they're not so overpowered that you're just walking in boop 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 because that's not a that's not a game that's not a challenge hey brick how are you living that zed life <laughs> Uh, Taxi says you can combine them up to level 53. And Briggs says I stopped using HOs when the set bonuses came out. Yeah, I, I'll be honest, I only really slot HOs maybe one or two across a couple of different characters. Kyle says I haven't seen a lot of the special ones, HOs and DSOs. Yeah, those are uh, the Hamadon raids and the Dr. Aeons uh, are the ones that drop those. They can be a little tricky to find. I think the DSOs, last time I looked, just curious, they're going for an cra a, a crazy amount last mm -hmm. time I looked on the auction house. I think Dithox uh, played with a couple full full builds. Oh no. Yeah, either. was it well was there it taxi? Somebody was was respecking out of sets and into DSOs, and I think it was Taxi or Dithox. Am I crazy? I know I'm crazy. Yeah, it's been sounds a while a while ago. Popper says, when I was designing Ice Mistral's Torment, it took some convincing to have both a large recharge bonus along with a strong defense bonus. Since AoE isn't too popular and required a six full slots. What does hmm. that mean when you were designing Ice Mistral's Torment? I think maybe I don't know something that other people know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a dev? <laughs> really? Well, welcome, the bopper. It became acceptable enough. Well, welcome, welcome. Ding dang, y'all. I think we got a dev here. 100%. <laughs> welcome. You know, Seraph, um, first time chat. Welcome, welcome. It's good to have you here. I'm sitting in mids right now trying to figure out a new build for my electric electric sentinel oh. i have an electric electric <clears throat> sentinel and i'm having so much fun playing with yes her. i love the sentinel build so much i mean fight me i will fight you on <laughs> i think they're fun as fuck and when people neg on them i get, get a little neo says waiting for the uh. 7 p.m ever everlasting hamadon raid night <laughs> So I actually have a build for Sentinel, Electric Electric Sentinel. If you're interested, I can uh, I'll post it in our Discord. We uh, somebody had requested that we do a build channel where people can post builds, and I mm -hmm. finally created it. And I haven't hardly put any in there, so I'm gonna load up a couple a couple of my favorite builds in there. Oh my uh, gosh! Rich is never one to sleep on an opportunity. Rich says, "Hey, Bopper, can I name a new IO set? I think Trauma Train's Fantastic Punches of Glory would be a good name for a melee IO set. Well, <laughs> what about Trauma Train Fantastic Corn Dogs of Glory? Well, <laughs> right? Well, hey, Meowitzer. That's. <laughs> he says, "I have an entire build of it. Six billion dollar man. Not a viable build, but fun. Oh, okay." <clears throat> That's good to know. I didn't know if it was you were trying to build him to be a strong, viable build, or if it was just like a like a you know fun project. Because you were running that for a long time. Hey, Timber. 
I love that. <clears throat> I do love that emote timber. You know, it was the most frequent one on my stream last year. Right. I got my <laughs> summary. I was like, okay. Fantastic um, punches of glory. Sounds like a future T9. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. You're welcome, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the old school challenge. Cool, Taxi. Very cool. So we haven't gone super deep into a lot of these. Uh, like I mentioned, the wiki has just, you know, amazing, very thorough information on, on all of this. I think, though, that we've hit every important part. We've got all the different types and the slots and the percentages. And uh, when you should do each one. If you're like us, you just do SOs up until 37 and then switch. Yeah, as, soon as, as soon as I hit level two, I start slotting SOs and just click that uh, upgrade button to keep, mm -hmm. them, the, keep the map maxed yeah. out. And then at 37, I, I uh, have one of my crafters put together a set of vanilla IOs. And the then convenience of that cannot be understated. Yeah. And that's a really great thing about bases and base storage that you can have. You actually have those containers of the decades of each each uh, I.O. sets that you can swap in and out as needed. Of course, you can't really swap them out without doing a respec or buying a bunch of unslaughters. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which is another option. Yeah, especially when you get into the big sets. Unslaughters are very important. But like we said, you get so many respecs. I don't think... I don't think I've ever respected a character more than three times, really. Um, it's easy to do when you're first experimenting to do a lot of respects, but um, honestly, it's better to do on the on the beta on the test server. I think, but that's also time consuming. <laughs> yeah, it's got a couple. It, yeah, I, I mean. I can see if you're time crunched, not having time to do that. It's still a really good way to go if you don't have time to do server. It's it's like a necessary way to go if you're really trying to figure out like endurance issues or whatever like that that you're not able to figure out organically. <laughs> Kyle, and you would say slotting before twelve to fourteen isn't worth it. No, I think it is worth it. I think it actually Absolutely. can make a pretty big so. difference. Like Rich says, he starts at level two, especially um, if you're slotting SOs. I mean, that's. And NSO is like 25% uh, bonus to whatever you're mm -hmm. doing there. Accuracy or damage or whatever. Yeah. But it's kind of a new way of doing it because you, know, you couldn't do that back then. No. Um, no. Way back when it was... Um, DOs didn't start until level 15, so you had to wait till level 12 to start slotting DOs. And then SOs didn't start until level 25, so you had to wait till level 22 to start slotting SOs. Now you can go from level two. Thank you, Homecoming. Thank you, Homecoming. Yeah. I've got to read this from Grudge Monster. He says, I can see Trauma's version of Wolverine has corn dogs instead of claws. <laughs> <laughs> and he never fights because he's always eating. 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 <laughs> so are, are, yes. are they stick out or, or dough out? Whoa. That's kind Whoa. of cool. <laughs> I mean, would you leave with dough or stick, baby? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> We're talking weapons. <laughs> no serif says i'm trying to build a specific role filler with my electric sentinel build i have one built by zero that uses whirlwind oh, oh <laughs> which is a lot of fun yeah I've, I've teamed with that character it's it is a lot of fun 
<laughs> it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it it's looks like busy. it's a lot of fun to play. <laughs> uh, Bopper, I like grabbing the free pay to win enhancements. That's right, up at pay to win, you can grab a couple freebies. When I get started with a new character and slot whatever drops, I typically wait until level 20 to start really investing. Mm -hmm. That's a solid uh, with a, uh, especially people who have altitis. <laughs> yeah, that's a solid, that's a solid strategy. Mm -hmm. I have rarely slotted the pay to win. Uh, um, I can't remember the last time I slotted that on a character. I always forget about it, actually. <laughs> Ember says, I respect my first and only 50 several times because I was trying out different epic power pools because I was, and this is true, a teenager with poor impulse control and in-game friends who humored me. Aw, that's awesome. And I mean, why not? The power is there, and they've given us so many quality of life improvements on Homecoming. We just do it. Just respect mm -hmm. that sucker as much as you like. But don't sleep on the other builds, too, because like Chuch was talking about, I have a defender, my main, that has that amazing build that uh, Dithok built. She's super strong healer. She can stand tough with the with these guys, which is really saying, saying something. But then I also have a solo build for her where she, it's got very few auras and helping teammates because she usually solos so it's just welcome enjoyment things you know thank right. you for the welcome back welcome, we a, back. welcome back we had a <laughs> hey a redemption um i saw uh brigan said something a oh, way back 10 minutes ago that i missed but uh, I had said I stopped using stop using the HOs when the set bonuses came out, and kind of related to that. Now he says I grab set enhancements the moment I meet the level requirements and can benefit from the sets. So start building yep. those sets early, which is what Viv does. Yeah. Yep. It it makes such a big difference. Like endurance issues are, it's just it it does help out. Bopper. Bopper says, dough out. The confusion alone makes it worth it. <laughs> do I bite it? Do I hit it? <laughs> right. <laughs> Friend or foe? Dead Man hmm. says, this struggle is real with Altitis, isn't it, though? Yeah, Wixer <laughs> says, I don't buy enhancements until level 50 because alts. Yep. Valid. Yep. yep. Bopper says, I'm bad with the P2W enhancements. I grab five of each, and as I level up, I delete them from my early powers and put a spare into my newer powers. Yeah. I, I never really... No time for unslaughters when they're free. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Nice. <laughs> Rich says, I was thinking of... Rich, tell us what you said in the chat. <laughs> right there i was thinking of rolling like an incompetent sentinel right like first it's a sentinel but but never uh enhancements at all ever <laughs> just completely weak but do like a lot of teaming and with everything going on in teams no one ever would ever really notice <laughs> that my character's doing like super minimal effect super minimal everything yeah <laughs> Sounds fun. Let me know when you're on that character so I can team with someone else. Aww. I'm just kidding. That's a lot of work for a healer, Rich. That's a lot of work for a healer. <laughs> but it sounds fun. Make sure you stream it. Beneniac <laughs> says, uh, start with the standard IOs roundabout level 25 and stay with it until I hit 50. Right on. That's also a solid strategy. That's what I was doing for years. 
Timber says, corn dogs is just claws, but a high chance to proc confusion on enemies <laughs> and proc- teammates. And teammates. <laughs> mustard in your face. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. And says, at 50, my tunes get the real high-end builds if I can get one together. Lol, Rich, the red enhancement sentinel. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh boy. Well, it is so, that magic time where yeah. I'm going to disappear on my webcam and go get the other stream fired up, and I will still be here to talk, so don't panic, you guys. I'm just using superior invisibility. Okay. <laughs> right Chris, on. Is there anything that you wanted to add as far as the subject at hand? Uh, I think we covered everything, right? I mean, we're not going to cover yeah. sets right now, but yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Homecoming has made it so TOs and DOs are obsolete. Mm-hmm. And we thank them. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Taxi says there are people that still run content with only SOs the entire time. The beauty of the game is you can do what you want. Or like Zero and run just DOs into uh Amadon. Yeah. Here's <laughs> 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 our special. <clears throat> <laughs> Bopper. I like using level 53 HOs for one slot wonders. Darkest Night with the end reduction is useful, but if you want to keep things affordable, plus five IOs are only a small reduction in performance. Nice. New <laughs> Bananiac. New tune idea. The Unenhancer. Uh, so, where can people find you, Rich? You've got two different Twitchy channels. There's, there's Trauma Train Rich, where I do City of Heroes uh, and other games too, but mostly City of Heroes. And then um, on XP Rich is where I'll be doing tabletop gaming, tabletop stuff. Nice. It's a fun watch. I do love it. Uh, Saturdays and Sundays are a lot of fun, both. Those uh, game teams are a lot of good stuff. Yeah, and Sunday is uh, something Wicked Sundays. Yeah, and please give this guy a follow because the Trauma Train Rich account is where he does the City of Heroes stuff, and he's got so much knowledge falling out of that big old empty head of his about City of Heroes. Y'all just need to catch them. <laughs> and he's always funny, and he's just entertaining, and he's just somebody that we've been hanging with for 15 or 17 or something. Yeah. God, some math number of years. <laughs> but, um, I just can't quit him. Exactly. Yeah, I, I taught you guys how to play City of Heroes. You okay? Okay, that, that's okay. You taught us. <laughs> oh, he's our guest. Be polite to your guest. <laughs> you have taught us a heck of a lot, a heck and lot about this game for sure. Um, as we mentioned before on Viv's channel, which we're gonna raid in just a minute, uh, Twitch.tv/slash Vivid Muse. We do our uh, Wednesdays. We do Wicked Wednesdays with Rich, where we play villain content. And on Saturdays, we do Super Saturdays with Rich and Grablaja. And we're currently doing Goldside Praetorian missions. And so we're going to raid Viv's channel. And Rich and I are going to switch characters and meet you guys all on the other side and uh, play some actual City of Heroes. We're... uh, Viv reads reads the uh, reads all the dialogues, and we learn about these missions and why we're doing the things that we're doing, rather than just mindlessly following orders. Goodbye.
Bye. Goodbye, Bye. goodbye. Thanks for the sound clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any parting shots, parting words? All right, we're going to send everybody. Oh, I got to do my the, the outro, duh, the outro raid, video. Raid, raid, raid. <laughs> raid, raid, raid. I'm going to play our outro video. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming along. Everybody in the chat for joining us, joining in on the discussion. I'll be talking to you soon, Bopper CUH. Maybe we can do an interview or something. Be wonderful. And um, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. Um, and when we do our next episode. Thank you so <laughs> thank you so much. We'll see you soon. This podcast, its hosts, and websites are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, Cryptic Studios, or Homecoming Servers. All views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike License, which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com. Good hunting, heroes. <laughs>